0: My 7 Chakras,
1: 2.30. Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. The 7 Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers and could... These chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose. Welcome to My 7 Chakras and now your host,
0: Aditya Jai Kumara. What's up Action Driver AJ here, founder and host of My 7 Chakras, the show where we always Always, always type deep into the ancient world to uncover nuggets of wisdom that will help you find your life's purpose. So, if you have questions about life and the universe around you, then you have arrived at the correct destination, my friend. Now, in case you're new to my seven chakras, then you must know that I've put together a spiritual book reading list for you. Every episode, our featured guests share one new book recommendation, and many of you take them down and collect these recommendations. So, to make sure you you, you do a better job with that and to make your job easier i've created a special pdf containing 21 of the most recommended books till date some of the awesome books on this list are the alchemist by polo coelho hands of light by barbara brennan energy medicine by donna eden and think and grow rich by napoleon hill which in particular is one of my favorites to download the entire list visit my 7 forward slash reading list once again that's our website my 7 forward slash forward slash reading list and you if you have already downloaded that pdf and you want to show us some love then post something on twitter or instagram along with the hashtag seven chakras and hashtag action tribe that's right hashtag seven chakras and action tribe you know put it on social so that we can connect on those different platforms as well and with that being said let's move on today's guest is wiki howie wiki Are you ready to inspire? I am (laughs) ready. Awesome, awesome. So Vicki Howie is an energy healer, empath, yoga teacher, and chakra innovator who is extremely grateful for the trauma of her early childhood. It motivated her to find new ways to heal herself and lead her and led her. To her life's purpose to share innovative healing methods with the world. Now, she is the creator of Chakra Boosters Healing Tattoos, beautiful temporary tattoos that boost and balance your personal energy field 24-7. Vicky is also the creator of the Chakra Life Cycle System, a paradigm shifting year-by-year map of human spiritual development. Her Chakra Life Cycle System gives you the inside scoop to what is coming into your life energetically and allows you to better flow with the natural current of your own spiritual development and helps you better understand your loved ones as well. And recently, she has written a book called The Key to the Chakras, which is now Out in bookstores and online as well. Action Tribe, in case you don't know, this is Vicky's second appearance on our show. She first appeared about 170 episodes back, which may seem like years in the podcasting world. Her episode was episode 60, and today we are episode 230, uh, during which she spoke about our chakra life cycles and so much more now to listen to that episode which i highly recommend you do so that you can get a foundation into what we're going to talk about today you got to visit my 7 forward slash wiki v-i-c-k-i that's my7chakras.com forward slash wiki v-i-c-k-i so make sure you listen to that episode but if you have then welcome to this session so vicky thank you so much for joining me once again how are you doing
1: I'm doing great, AJ. Thank you so much for having me
0: that's so amazing. And uh,
1: for having me a second time. So we, there's been 160 since we last talked. So you're doing a little work there. <laughs> Love oh, it. Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Doing some good work, uh, engaging with some awesome people like yourself, as well as listeners from all over the world. Uh, I'm noticing these days, we have listeners from uh, many countries in Europe as well, in addition to just Canada, USA, and other uh, uh, countries that I know of. But you have people from, you know, Greece and Finland. So that's always amazing more people tuning in and more lives being uh, shifted now we're going to start like we always do with some inspiration so my question to you is what is your favorite inspirational quote and how does that apply in your life
1: Hmm. well first I just want to say some people give the internet a bad rap and I love what you just said because I'm getting the same experience too I now have 50 countries that have ordered my tag Tattoos as well. So it's like, you just always are connected. And when would we have ever met these people in the past? So I feel so blessed to be with you. And I feel so blessed that all of us um, that are spiritually oriented have the internet to like connect. This is awesome. We don't have to have a lot of money. We just need to have the spirit and the desire to connect. So I'm loving that. And I love your hashtag action tribe. <laughs> absolutely adore it that rocks and you're really moving so it's cool so okay favorite quotes you know it, it there's so 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 many so many right so because there's so many and and for me being what I call upper chakras because we we have these types where we're kind of uh, more upper chakra more lower I'm upper which means not so good memory lots of freedom and travel lots of spirit (laughs) and not Mm -hmm. so much of that for root chakra grounding (laughs) and memory you know and stuff so I tend to tend to let that stuff move right through me but I love so much Rumi's quotes um, Mm -hmm. because I'm very tantric I very much believe in this spiritual path being a uh, embodied one not something that we rise above of, not somewhere we need to get to like get to heaven early but rather that we literally pull the energy our magnetism of our body and of our being we are so enlivened in our body and the spirit that we are bringing heaven on earth right now which is what I really think the planet needs so I love Rumi because Rumi's not above anything he's making love with the the world, Mm. (laughs) and um, or he was, but he seems alive still through his words, and one of my favorites that I think, not, you know, there's many people who actually don't like it, and that is the quote, out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and right doing, there is a field, I'll meet you there. To me, this is the answer to world peace, this is like the answer to our own struggles within us, and it's the answer to world peace, it's that there truly, God is consciousness, We are all consciousness. That's what we begin as. That's what we are. And so really this idea of right and wrong is kind of silly because consciousness is everything. It is everything. And when we actually embrace everything, we don't feel the need to resist certain things. We don't have wars. We don't have you and me like, oh, I have to avoid you. And so I love this idea of us all going out into a big field and dancing with each other no matter what race we're from, just feeling our hearts connect no matter what job we do, what age we are, what our illnesses are, what our incomes are, none of it matters because there is no right and wrong. There's just this gift of life and we're in it together. Um, So that one really hits me. And I also really have a a soft spot for a famous quote from Wizard of Oz, there's no place like home. Because I really feel our ultimate spiritual journey is always that we're coming home, we're coming home. That's what we're here for, to, to discover ourselves and rediscover ourselves and rediscover ourselves.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Uh, in fact, uh, I love that particular Rumi quote as well. I did share it on uh, Facebook a couple of weeks back. A Really, really beautiful quote. Uh, nice. I'm going to rephrase it this way. Beyond the right and wrong, there is a field and I'll meet you there. And to me, it seems like transcending beyond duality, right and wrong to and moving mm-hmm. towards oneness and sort of all embracing whatever it is, embracing the truth. And embracing the diversity that we might perceive, whether it's, you know, different races, different belief systems, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, different cultures, but, you know, embracing the oneness. So I think this is a really powerful quote, and it really deserves some meditating on it, right? Because the more you meditate on that quote, the more meanings you might derive from different Mm -hmm. interpretations. So wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing. And uh, with that, let's dive in. Uh, What inspired you to write your book, The Key to Chakras?
1: Ah, okay. So I'm writing an ebook right now about the chakra life cycles. I'm just finishing it. And I've been writing it since I downloaded the chakra life cycles in 2012, which is like an evolution map for humankind, <laughs> for spiritual. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we know biologically what's going to sort of happen at each age. Well, there's actually a map underneath all that that is based on our chakras that totally, and it makes sense because everything begins as energy, right? So we also have a map of the energy cycles that we're going to go through, um, so I was finished this book and I was like, mm, "This is kind of an advanced book to a certain extent." You know, it's taking—it's not just about the chakras; it's about this whole chakra life cycle system. Gosh, I hope people really understand the foundation of tantric chakras because my way of looking at the chakras and working with them is very um, embodied and goddess. Oriented and masculine and feminine balance. It's very tantric. And so, and some people come from more of the classical where all we want to do is go up sort of thing. So I was like, I hope people will understand this. Well, right at that time, literally, this was last summer around June, I got hit up by a really well known publishing house and asked me if I wanted to author this book. So I really wasn't inspired, but I will tell you that spirit went, yes. I mean, I didn't even think about it. I mean, I would tell people about it because I don't own the book. I don't get royalties, blah, 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 all these other things. And I, I would tell people and they would go into their left brain and go, are you sure you want to do that? You're not going to own the book. You're not going to get, like you know that world, right? AJ? It's like, and I said, yes. You know, I said, I love you, but, but we don't even need to go down this road because it's a complete and utter yes from my spirit because my people need this foundation. And this is going to get the information out there. It's going to begin because, you know, like a, a first run is like 30,000. This is in every single bookstore almost. I mean, it's in all over Amazon. It's everywhere. And they did a lovely job. I I, I really kind of had to poke them a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let's, let's change this picture. Let's do that. Yeah. You know how I am. I really wanted to be great for everyone. So I didn't win every little, you know, loving battle. But um, and that's fine, too. That's how life goes. And I. I love that. You know, I love that back and forth with it. So to tell you the truth, it really wasn't inspired, but the yes was inspired. And all the work that I had done up to this point on my website gave me all the information so that when they asked me in June, I said yes, and we signed all the papers by July. I was finished with this book within two and a half months. My partner and I, we went around traveling, and I wrote it while in both. Oats. I wrote it in while we were in the car. I just wrote it on my laptop while we were all over the country, even in Europe. And, um, it got done in like two and a half months. So I, I just know it was meant to be. And, um, I really, really cannot recommend enough for you guys to just go out and get this and see how this resonates for you with your foundation of the chakras. Cause there's a lot of stuff in here that you won't have anywhere else, and if you think I'm selling you anything, what I love about this book is I actually have the gift of being able to say, you know what, I'm not, because I don't get paid when you buy this book. I did this. This was my gift to to my tribe, okay, to your tribe, to my tribe, to all the people that want to embody their chakras right now in this lifetime in a balanced way wonderful
0: and I think it's a it's a great book uh, to be honest Uh, the last time we spoke after that I got the book and I was uh, quite fascinated by the way it's designed you know the external uh, part of it Uh, You know, it's 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 orange in color, which sort of uh, strikes (laughs) me as (laughs) stimulating creativity and also joy, joy, creativity. And it says advice Uh and exercises to unlock your true potential. Right. So it's not just about the esoteric and sometimes books about the chakras can go into very esoteric uh, discussions. uh, But (laughs) as far as, you know, taking action and trying out different meditations and exercises, some of the books lack. But this book doesn't, obviously. And it goes into so many different types and modalities uh within chakra healing that you can try out but also you know uh, that builds a foundation about why do it in the first place and the history mm-hmm. and so it's really fascinating and it's uh something that you can just pick up and move to whatever page you want and just okay this is something that i can try today so really love uh, this book uh but let's start at the beginning what are the chakras really
1: Okay, AJ, I'm sure you must, oh my gosh, you must have got this on this show a million times. But I just, want to, so I'm going to take one side again, a little sidetrack, because you just made me look, I've got the book in front of me, and you made me look at it more closely. And I came to this realization right now in this moment with you, that I just think life is so funny, the serendipities and the symbolism that shows up when we're flowing in life. Mm-hmm. And you really brought my attention to the cover, and I'm like, I remember this this particular series on some of the other books, they use like a brown cover and it was really dim and ugly. And I was like, Oh no, what are they going to do with the book? And when it showed up and it was orange, I was like, "Yay!" I was so happy. And then just now I was looking, if you have one in front of you, the corners, because of this series, they do a sunshine in each corner. So there's four sunshines on the corners. So there's yellow and orange. Well, yellow and orange, I'm very balanced in my chakras, but my two strongest and my two most um, prevalent in my chart in my astrology chart and everything is the water of the creative feminine, the divine feminine, the creativity and the joy that 's the orange, and the sun of the warrior, which is my destiny i 'm the three destiny, so it 's that get it done, go for it, fiery, show up, you know? so those two are all over the cover, and I had nothing to do with the cover. I had no say, no choice it 's really nice as a control freak. <laughs> Which I'm learning to let go of, right? But it's part of who I am. Is that I want things to be really good, and I'm learning that every once in a while you let go completely, and it's better than you would have made it yourself, which is really fun. So thank you for bringing to my attention, you know, that stuff on the on the cover. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> what was your question again? <laughs> well,
0: I wanted to go dive deep into the basics. What are okay. the chakras really? Because everyone's yeah. talking about it. But I know you have a wonderful definition. So, oh,
1: okay, I'm always trying to redo this all the time, so I don't get mm. stagnant myself. I don't have like a book definition. But the yeah. first thing I love visualization and actual things. And what comes to me is the metaphor that I use in the book, which is the um, the revolving doors of like a big store, like at Macy's. If you were a kid and you went through a revolving door, they don't exist that much anymore. But those big revolving doors that's what it's like so think about your body has these these seven key revolving doors and i can get into how they're at the points where your primary glands are so uh, it's all along the shishumna which is the highway of the spine so all the way up the midpoint of your body right in the middle there's this energy field like the highway and in the areas where there's a A lot of grouping of intelligence and consciousness because of uh, crossing networks, meridians, and um, is a group of glands usually. And so it's really cool. You actually have these biological centers at each of these areas. And there's seven of them in the traditional. Many people identify more, but the probably most widely honored system in the world is seven. And I love it because... We love seven. There's a reason we human beings. Why would we pick the number seven? We have such an incredible relationship. I go through all the sacredness of the number seven in my upcoming in the e-book, the um, uh, Chakra Life Cycle book. And it took me like, I can't remember how many pages it was, pages and pages of all the reasons all the different sevens that show up in life and things we've named as seven and honored as seven. And it's such a sacred, sacred number. Of course, you know, because you're using it <laughs> in your <laughs> podcast, right? And, and um, because of that, these systems, what they do is they represent the span of our life like a rainbow. So we have these seven major areas. Now, there's a lot of continuum, like a rainbow looks like six or seven colors, but it's actually a continuum of every color. Every color is in there. So in your life, everything is in your chakras, but we divide it into these seven areas to understand it. So we have these seven doors. And depending on what you want to create on your inner world or your outer world, you go to that door. So like the root chakra is red and it has a lot to do with manifestation in the physical world and our survival and our most animal instincts. It's related to the sense of smell and it's very dense. It's the densest chakra. So think of rock or earth. Mm-hmm. And the second one is orange and it's joyful and playful and it's the opposite of the root. See, here's what I want people to understand, AJ, is a lot of people don't get this, that the chakras pulsate opposite as long as they can. So it goes masculine, feminine. Ma- so no wonder as human beings we're trying to, we're going crazy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're balancing these ends Energies in our body that are absolutely like they have to really be balanced in order to be good neighbors. Because the root, for instance, is the absolute opposite of the second chakra. So, your one and your two, the masculine and the feminine, are always kind of you've got uh, stability versus change and instability, right? You have Mm -hmm. planning versus spontaneity, you have stoicness and habit versus creativity and I could go on and on and on you have stoicness versus emotions emotionality you have I mean you have rock versus water right they're they're completely opposite and now when I take the water the second chakra and I go into the third I'm talking again opposite because we got water and fire right Mm -hmm. we have easy going and screw you I'm doing it my way (laughs) you know we have the leader you know the energy of like I'm just going to take charge right so and these are all part of us because we are everything so the joy and the play and the fun becomes when we can actually embrace every part of ourselves. and these chakras give us a uh, discrete areas to work with where we go from the most rooted at the root the most grounded the most solid to the point where we get all the way up to the seventh at the crown at the top of your head where you're literally there's no mass up here all you are mm-hmm. is consciousness up there. So on one end, right. end, just imagine it like a spectrum. At one end, you have all consciousness. At the other end, you have all mass, all material. There's like mm-hmm. almost like the teeniest little bit of consciousness is left in, a ro- you know, in those rocks. It's very dense. It's very slow, right? Yep. And then in between, it just keeps rising, okay? And there's not, we tend to make, because we were gravity-bound for so long on this planet, for thousands of years, we all had the same direction to go, which was up. So all of our spiritual practices have a tendency to go up. But what you're Mm -hmm. seeing now finally is that many people are coming into this planet with lots of upper energy and they actually, not everyone, but many need to ground, especially the more spiritual types or empathic types. And so it's very important now for the first time in history that we actually assess our chakras before we do anything chakra wise we couldn't we shouldn't just grab something go you know what i'm gonna do a crown meditation i'm gonna do a, a third eye meditation because what if if your upper chakra like me that's not good for you that's literally moving you away from where your balance is which is down in the lower chakras Does that make sense?
0: Oh, it does. Absolutely. Now, uh, people are familiar with the seven chakras, but like you've suggested, there are more than seven chakras, right? There are like 12 chakras. It depends Uh, on
1: who you talk to. Some would say there are thousands. It's it's uh, just an unending conversation, right? Got it. Got it.
0: But... (laughs) You know, let's talk about uh, you know the chakras beyond the seven. Have, uh, you know, do you do you believe in that? The seventh, twelfth chakras, and if yes, why aren't they spoken about much? Why why the main focus on just the
1: seven chakras? Well, I believe in everything. Mm-hmm. I believe in absolutely everything because we're everything. So how silly for me not to believe in everything? And yet, if I when I listen to my thoughts, yeah. um, I really believe that none are true. Like work, like Byron Katie's the work is brilliant work. Because mm-hmm. we're just telling a bunch of stories and picking up other people's energies, especially in this day and age when so many of us are stepping into our empathic energy. Mm-hmm. We've got like live Wi-Fi in our body right now. And we're feeling when someone's on or offline with us. And yes. we're feeling their energies and stuff. And we're cl- we're tapping in quicker to the collective consciousness. So ideas of I'm not worthy or fearful ideas or – and because in the collective consciousness, the first thing is am I safe? You know, am I safe? And so we – So we we need to be aware of this, that not only are so many thoughts not ours, but no thought's really true. And I could equally say every thought's true. In other words, anything I say, if I don't say the opposite as well, um, then I'm not covering everything. I'm not covering God or consciousness. So sometimes I make that mistake and I say something because it's a balancing point that I want people to understand. But what I really mean, Mm -hmm. like when I teach yoga, I always say to people, Okay, you know, um, let's, and right now, and you can do a vinyasa. So flow through the vinyasa, and then I say, or not, right? Mm -hmm. There should always be an or not in everything in life, because, or you could also add an and. Um, I don't, if you say, um, oh, I'm trying to think of one, like, if you gave me a belief that you had, Mm -hmm. you would add and to that and say its opposite as well because you know that the opposite is and it mind boggles the brain we're so ready to let our brain be the follower not the leader at this age now we're we're understanding its weaknesses we're we're taking it down from the the pedestal that we've put it on
0: so i'm guessing that the seven chakras are more more important compared to well the...
1: no I'm, I'm from, all i can say is they are what interests me they what, they're what I'm called to. They work for me. Mm. See, everyone needs to find what works for okay. them. There's many people sense. with the twelve chakra system. Maybe they're lower chakra people that really need, five, you know, the extra chakras that go up higher. That gives them more um, intention when they work with them or whatever. But for me, the seven in the body, and I know teachers, tantric teachers that believe there's five in the body. So mm, okay. you know, I believe whatever your reality is, the key. The question isn't what your reality is, Aj. It's what does it do for you? Does it work for you? That's all you should ever ask yourself. Is not is my reality right? Because every we've got parallel realities and multiple realities, and God is everything. So there's nothing wrong and nothing right. <laughs> Just like that quote that we started with. But the question is, does it work for you? And my life. I was in the self-help since I was a teenager because my mother, my dad died when I was one and my mom was an abusive alcoholic. So I knew I was screwed up. (laughs) I knew it. So from the Mm -hmm. time I was a teenager, and I think I came in with a soul that was really curious. So from the time I was a teenager, I was reading stuff and my my mind had so much knowledge, spiritual knowledge, but two problems existed. One was a lot of it was upper chakra, it was um, traditional knowledge about how to, go up and I didn't need to go up. I was up. I needed to land, you know? And, um, yeah. And the other problem with it was that it was all in my head. It was, wasn't it wasn't, I wasn't embodied enough. So I wasn't able to make changes in my actual life. So I knew if anyone's listening and you understand this, you were, you're not alone, honey. That. the, I knew the right answer. I knew the right thing to do. And yet my unconscious or my sub you know, my shadow or whatever would do something else. Or I know I should love myself. But if I looked at my life, I wasn't doing loving actions because I didn't learn that from my upbringing. So I had to uh, actually get embodied and undo a lot of stuff in the body that was trained to go against my natural spiritual grain, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Now, speaking about the same idea of energy bodies, we spoke about the chakras and the seven chakras in particular. Uh, how are the chakras related to the auras that we have in our body? Or well, pretty
1: our body? directly. I mean, pretty directly. They're all tied to the same. They're each layer, each layer, each chakra goes into a layer of the aura. Okay. Yeah. So if you know a lot lot about the chakras and you know a lot about the auras and one of the really key one of the most important aura layers i think to be aware of is um the etheric template which is at the fifth chakra because that, that's where mm-hmm. the, the 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 heart is the bridge between spirit and matter and we're all very really fascinated with this and i think we should be aren't we aren't we all fascinated with like how do i use my spiritual energy or how do i understand how my spiritual energy creates this physical world and co-creates yeah. with this and that's where the bridge is. The etheric template is the fifth chakra. The fifth chakra is the word, and you know, so many religions start with first there was the word in one form or another. Because what it's saying is, we, we it's like when I do a vision board or something, I'm doing it from the fifth chakra, I'm putting language and intention on what I envision from within my, my inner world. And sure. my higher world. And then I'm, I'm bringing it out into this physical world, which means I'm basically drawing it down into my deeper chakras, my lower chakras. So, um, so each layer relates to that. And, and if any of you are listening you want to understand manifestation more, I would focus on the layer of the fifth chakra. Um, but you know, every layer has, you know, everybody that just is a one that we're very fascinated in. And I'm seeing that that is the big one. Like before I do an interview, like this one, I'm often clearing throat energy for the collective. Like I'm wearing my own. Um, I wore my own tattoos for so long that one day I knew that when my neck stopped hurting, I had neck issues and when my neck stopped hurting. I would know, okay, if each time I would put the tattoo on the fifth chakra or all of the bottom five, my neck wouldn't hurt. And it still works that way if it if it flares up, and I knew that one day the, the the tattoo would wear off and it and it wouldn't hurt anymore because usually it would wear off and I would go oh and I would ask my partner is the tattoo worn off because it hurts again, and he would say yeah and I would go okay mm. I need to put it back on but I knew that the indicator that it had done it had trained my field would be when it would wear off and it wouldn't change, and that took about. Um, 19 months when that happened and then it was like Ooh. well now before I get on a call like this I often feel upper heart and but way more fifth like just there's just something going on I, do you know Matt Kahn?
0: Matt Kahn? No yeah. I don't, I'm oh, sorry
1: yeah I would love for your listeners to look up Matt Kahn on okay. YouTube, he's just amazing and and, and you too as well he does some chakra work um, and he's just amazing and we went to a five day workshop with him and when I got out of the car mm aj i said he's got huge followers on youtube right and when i got out of the car in portland i i look at my partner and i said oh my goodness we're gonna have a huge fifth chakra clearing today i could feel you know i feel <laughs> into the collective and he looks yeah. at me and just he's used to this kind of stuff okay <laughs> and we go both of us have watched hours and hours and hours of matt Kahn because he does like hour and a half on youtube but he's got many of them hundreds <laughs> i think yeah. and um he started coughing and coughing and coughing in the middle of his presentation that day. And he's coughing and he's, we all just start laughing because pretty soon you just can't stop coughing. You know, he's talking and then he's coughing and all of a sudden he says, you know, we're just, you guys know we're just going through a huge throat upgrade right now. Right. We're just, that's why I, I, I literally can't stop ca- coughing. I can't, you know, talk. barely. <laughs> and I just, mm. I had to laugh. So what I'm trying to get with all this is that, There's uh, we are all collectively we have individual things we need to work on. But collectively, I feel us in our hearts and our fifth chakra a lot. Um, We're trying to move out of living primarily more in the lower chakras, especially the third. This isn't to say they're bad. It's Mm -hmm. just that fears come up more in the lower chakras, which we need to embrace those fears, not get rid of them, embrace them. And once you get to fourth, you're in the bridge to spirit. And once you get into fifth, you're in spirit. So there really isn't much fear left as you get up into those upper chakras and there isn't as much shadow either does that make sense so i think collectively that's what we're doing so i just wanted to say that since uh, you had asked about the layers and the fifth came up it's because it's really big for all of us right now this fifth chakra development into our purpose into our voice into our truth into spirit fifth is the first spiritual chakra within our body now they're all spiritual Okay, I want to be clear, everyone listening, they're all spiritual, (laughs) but the fifth is the first one that is tied more to that that spiritual realm all the way, versus the bottom ones are all about this manifestation, taking the energy and manifesting in this physical world.
0: Got it. Now, uh, speaking about uh, our health and well-being, and you've suggested and talked a bit about it, but how's our health and well-being connected with the chakras? It's
1: everything. I mean, I literally mean that. It's everything. It's... There's nothing you're feeling right this moment if you're listening. There's nothing you're feeling that didn't begin in your energy centers. Mm-hmm. That's why they show up in the primary gland areas of the body. Um, they're very much related to the biology of our body. There's, it, there's, it, it, okay, so having said what I said, they're everything and they're nothing, right? We have to say the other mm-hmm. side. So I would be open right now if you said, yeah, but what about, like right now you could just talk to me about a disease. And we could talk about how that relates to the chakras. You could just throw one out and we could. Okay,
0: Okay, okay. I can throw one out. So I think I've got a winged scapula at my back, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm.
0: a little winging of the scapula. And I'm working on that uh, through exercises and sort of working with my alignment. But what could that mean as far as the chakras? Or is there anything that it could relate to?
1: Oh, my goodness. My heart opened the minute you said it. What kind of symbolism do you get? I just want you to take a few breaths, AJ. Hear what you just said. First of all, what chakra are you dealing with?
0: The winging of the sketch. Where are you? I I think the winging happens close to the heart,
1: right? Right. You're in the heart chakra. Yeah. Now, okay, so we have front and we have back body. They have different meanings. Back body is the deeper, more spiritual part of you. It's your unconscious. It's that. And the front body is more of this life, you know, the ego part, the future, Mm. the action. Okay? Can you feel it? know that what i'm talking about so we're talking about deep spiritual heart and what was the symbolism you just said wing it wing it yeah Yeah. so that says to me just that your angel energy is emerging that your heart is opening but what what a lot of people don't realize sweetie is that um i'm sure a lot of other people heard that too (laughs) you know (laughs) as we're always moving and talking in symbolism that's why we love art and artists and poets so much because they see it and they talk about it and we miss it a lot of times mm. um is it on your right or your left
0: uh well uh, as you both? as you know the, it's called a winged scapula it's on it's mm-hmm. on both sides i think uh, yeah. but i'm not i i didn't really notice okay. where it's more
1: do you yeah. have any um i don't know it so well because i don't know all biological conditions but i know right. if, once I know them intuitively and I know where they are in the body, I can tell you a lot about them energetically, but I don't want to claim to be any kind of doctor or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, even yeah. A, you know, a physical therapist. No, 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 that's not my, that I can do that in about 30 years when I've been in my root chakra a lot longer <laughs> Yeah, because root yeah. chakra has actually been on my bugaboo. So I've mm-hmm. been teaching yoga for 20 years and feel like I'm just beginning. Right. Um, yeah. but I bring the gift of energy understanding to all physical things. And that's, that's what I love. Um, so. It would be interesting to me. Does it create any kind of pain for you?
0: No, I don't. I don't feel any pain. It's just that you know uh, the what way the wing scapula works is mm-hmm. that your scapula might project out a bit mm-hmm. when you're sort of flexing your back muscles, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't cause any pain. But I'm guessing when it when I grow older, if I don't correct the posture which I'm working on right now, mm-hmm. it might cause mm-hmm. some I don't know uh, alignment, uh, maybe back pain. I'm guessing mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that is if I don't take action and correct that
1: mm, it doesn't feel to me intuitively like a very big problem. It's a, yeah, uh, I'll just, really. you want, do you want my, what the guides are giving me? Oh yes, please. Okay. What the guides are giving me is that this isn't really much of a problem. Again, be careful about definitions because we way over define things now and we make them real through our definitions. Okay. I'd rather mm. have you see it with, symbolism i just gave you and with the symbolism you gave yourself just in saying it that's it's it's an opening um, of your heart chakra Mm -hmm. in your deepest spiritual self which is awesome and and your past in forgiving in letting go of anything you need to let go of in the past because your back also represents the past it represents loving ancestors forgiving seeing the good that you've been given and using all your past that's that's going to help you like converting an alchemy everything from your past in a way that will allow you to use it in a heart way and allow your heart to open rather than close. That's the primary thing I get. Now on a physical level, I get that you need to do a little more core. Mm-hmm. So with the winged scapula, I'm getting sort of this, you're so open. And interestingly, I'm sort of getting that there's, there's an openness. Well, anyway, it's creating an openness in the heart that needs to be countered and supported by the third chakra. So make sure you're doing plenty of, you're taking care of yourself, you're doing plenty of, um, yeah, they're just kind of showing me like this, like what I'm seeing is sort of a a hollow, like it's too hollow, it's not supported enough. Mm -hmm. You know, the wings mean, the wings symbolically mean you're opening beautifully, but what what many people don't realize is that the feminine chakras are winged and open, they're expansive. When we say, I want to open a chakra, I just... Recently, did a YouTube video on this. So, if you guys want to go to my YouTube channel, uh, I think it was last week, the week before last. This last one I did on the uh, essential oils for the heart chakra. The week before that, I did um, how opening a masculine chakra goes against the myth of opening a chakra. The myth of opening a chakra is you know, I'm going to yeah. open the chakra and it's light and fairy and winged and beautiful. But the truth is, AJ, that's the feminine chakras, at least when we're opening, when we're thinking of our conscious self, mm-hmm. the feminine chakras expand. So if you're doing a back bend, you're opening all three, second, fourth, and sixth, sacral heart and third eye. Okay. But you bend forward or you do what are called the bandhas yoga the locks you tuck your chin Mm -hmm. you scoop your tailbone so your core engages like when you're doing sit-ups and you tuck your tailbone so your mula bandha your root locks up the three masculine chakras require locking and contracting actually to activate them in your body so you're actually opening your third chakra when you're closing contracting your core Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Okay, okay so energetically got it. your masculine chakras open when you engage in physical contractive action. Mm-hmm. Which means so that's something I should do more of uh third a little. Because your heart, got you it. have this desire whether and I have a feeling it's even you think you know it conscious, but it's even deeper unconscious. That's why it was in the mm-hmm. back and everything. You have this desire on an unconscious level literally to be a heart angel. Like and you know, you understand the healing of that. But to yes walk that into the world and keep your body in balance your third chakra has to be much bigger too which means your sense of understanding of yourself taking care of yourself literally physically doing sit-ups being willing to be a warrior not being afraid of your anger or your willingness to fight or set boundaries these are important otherwise we become doormats right Mm -hmm. it's absolutely magnificent to watch someone truly balance their chakras to watch someone who's in their heart from balanced chakras is so different than to watch someone trying to be nice oh Mm -hmm. my gosh because when someone's trying to be nice they're shutting down their masculine chakras and they think that's going to open their feminine but it doesn't because a feminine only opens and feels good to open when she's with a strong masculine presence so think of that that's in life right it's the same thing in your body your feminine opens when you in a conscious way have strong, aware, masculine chakra energy as well in the one, three, five root, solar plexus, and throat. Does that make sense? That's a lot. That's pretty advanced. You guys that are listening right now, you're calling this in. I just, just show up. You're calling it in. So you guys are ready for more. Good for you.
0: Wonderful. Well, thanks a lot for sharing that with uh, me as well as people in the audience who are listening to this episode right now. But Vicky, let's talk about something that I'm uh, wanting to learn more about is the energetic spin of the chakras. Could you talk to us about that and what are their significance?
1: You know, you have so many different opinions about that. You know what I mean? I don't. It's, there's just certain things I almost don't touch because it it ultimately doesn't matter like for instance what are when you ask that question sweetie what are you looking to understand what are you looking to change in your life or have your audience change right the reason why i
0: asked this is because i saw it uh, in your book yeah you talk about the energetic spins and mm-hmm. the reason why i asked this was to uh, sort of diagnose our chakras mm-hmm. using mm-hmm. you know the the the, the pendulum dowser uh, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, you can actually figure things out based on what direction the chakras are spinning in. Am I correct?
1: Well, I, I do most of it intuitive, so I don't want to say any laws about it. And I recommend that everyone does it intuitive, but you can definitely feel when you use like the pendulum, you guys, you can yeah. lay somebody down and you, you can take a pendulum. And you, one thing you want to sort of be careful of is your hands have pretty strong. Many of us have very healers. I'm a healer. We have very strong hand chakras in the middle, in the palm of our hand. So yeah. Imagine if we hold a pendulum from a string and we hold it the way most people hold it, pinching it. Well, yeah. your your palm chakra is pointing down to the pendulum, so you're affecting the spin of, spin of the pendulum too, not just the energy of the person that you're measuring. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So what I try to do is I grab it with my thumb and my index finger and fold it over my index finger so my palm is right. closed. I'm not affecting it with my palm so that's important i think it's important that we get to slide yaya which is self-truth and self-study so we need to be aware of the things that the distortions we're doing that are affecting our reads of the world right whether it's a little one like this so that's the first thing so then what my experience you guys and this is only my experience and i totally invite you to have a completely different one because if we really get into quantum physics we're all creating our own reality Mm -hmm. and if mine speaks to you and helps you oh my gosh it's helped me so much it's changed everything. And I could not believe, uh, nine years ago, 10, when I started this path with the, with the chakra boosters, that my life would be where it is right now. So that's all I know, but, but, but you have to feel into that for you, right? What works. So I'm just going to say for me, when I'm, um, measuring people that way, and I do a lot more intuitive all over body work, I don't often just measure just the chakras because I'm kind of feeling everything. I'm looking at the person's whole life. I'm getting psychic downloads i'm feeling stuff right in my body like i literally feel their chakras i don't need to measure them with a pendulum um Mm -hmm. but when i have and when i do and there was more of the when i have because it was was more in the past i don't do it so much but when i do it is usually a healthy chakra has gone clockwise for me on the front body okay and that's usually the ones you measure because they're laying down you're measuring the front body their movement forward and as i'm measuring that um If it's going counterclockwise or usually it goes kind of like diagonal, it sort of starts swinging in non-circles. That's when there's usually really mixed up energy in there. I rarely see it completely going the wrong direction. Although I have put my tattoos on someone in Greece and I watched them literally wouldn't stay on her body. And then I put it on another chakra and it actually stayed on. So it was her third chakra. She was rejecting her power. She was rejecting her anger. She was rejecting this, this part of her that she thought was wrong. Right, and she was doing it on both the front and the back, so it wouldn't even keep my tattoo on her body. And these things, these things are like they stay. <laughs> you know, i I put on, <laughs> on thousands now, and I hadn't seen that at that point. So I was like, "Whoa, doo 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 doo, going on." You know, <laughs> so I'm going to tell people that here's an interesting thing that I've discovered. And again, try it for yourself. See if it works or not. You could have a completely different reality. But when I was measuring with a pendulum, what I found was. I thought, okay, if I want to get someone's chakra to spin in the right direction, right? So if I'm doing hand, um, like I notice, oh, it's very small. It's kind of um, going diagonal and it's not going round and it's not going in the right direction. And I want to kickstart their energy. At sure. first, I used to think it would be best for me to take my hand that has a lot of energy, especially me sure. living here in Sedona. I'm always charging up and run it circular um, in the same direction, Right. And it didn't really do much. And then just through experimentation, what I found was that when I went opposite, this is me again. Okay. So this is just mine. It's just anecdotal information. When I, with my energy would go like, let's say you were laying down, I would take my hand and I would counterclockwise. Let's say I couldn't feel your throat. Right. So I go counterclockwise. And then one day, and and what happens, I think it's almost like when you take something and you wind it backwards. Mm-hmm. what does it do it springs back the right direction
0: yeah
1: isn't that so that's all the only way i can make sense of it that and the fact that if you and i stand across from each other aj yeah. and both of our hearts are going in the right direction my heart yeah. is going in clockwise right
0: yes. yeah
1: so that's to me. be well my heart's clockwise and your heart's clockwise okay yeah. but we're yes. going to go in opposite because we're facing each other
0: exactly so there's something
1: in that maybe even god god itself made there be this thing where we activate in each other because of that as well that oppositional energy when they're both positive because we know when we're around other positive people it brings out like when someone has a really open loving heart it tends to bring out our loving open heart correct so when you're across from a person like that their energy their heart energy if it's spinning is actually spinning in counter to yours so isn't that interesting so i found just through trial and error that when i did hand healings which i do a lot of different types of healings i don't just do hand very rarely now but when i would do them to kickstart a chakra it would work for me to go counterclockwise just counter-clockwise, for a little
0: while clockwise that is if their uh, heart uh if i mean if their chakra is moving
1: clockwise yeah if it's weak and it's not opening clockwise then i would go counter counterclockwise, counter-clockwise. Okay, and it. then after a moment i'd take the pendulum again and i would it, and theirs would be moving clockwise. And the only thing I can say is I think it has to do with how <laughs> two positive chakras meet, right? Yes. They meet going in opposite directions. And also the idea that if you take a spring, anything that's spring-loaded, anything that's turning, yeah. and you take it the opposite direction, it comes back with more force.
0: Right. Right? Which is Totally a, makes sense. Which yeah. is
1: another reason why we don't want to have too much resistance to things in our life because everything we resist comes back with more force. hmm
0: So so profound. (laughs) profound.
1: (laughs) Why is that spring, you know? No, go away, go away, go away. Joink, it comes back threefold. (laughs) So, so
0: Vicky, let's go back uh, to the beginning. How did you first get to know about the chakras? What's that story like?
1: Mm. Well, I was a really reluctant chakra learner at first because I had to do it in my teacher trainings for yoga. I just got so fascinated with yoga, and I just would take one teacher training and another and another, and each one – Uh, chakras were mandatory and after a while despite myself I had all this information about them and then one day I just had an insight it was like oh my goodness I am a total classic root chakra chronic weak root chakra chronic and I saw that almost all my life problems were in this one chakra and that's when I really really started working on my root, and that's when I talked to the divine I said I tell me what to do I'm doing yoga it's only temporary it's not helping me like when I go to bed at night it comes back in the morning and that, that's when the universe pointed me to Masaru, Masaru Emoto's work and to um, making getting a tattoo so I got a root tattoo and literally that day my whole, whole life changed the energy ran down my legs I gave my partner at my husband at the time six weeks notice because I had been afraid to leave the relationship. And that change gave me the strength to make the moves I needed to make. And um, he was very, very rude. So I needed to give him six weeks notice. (laughs) I wasn't going to leave. I wanted to make sure we were were ending on good terms and um, that he was aware of what was going on. And ever since then, it's just been um, a journey, a journey through, you know, moving through these chakras and everything. So I was very, very hesitant. I thought they were make-believe. I thought they were metaphorical. I thought, until I heard it enough that I went, aha. And when I went, aha, then I took a physical action. And once I took that physical action and got the tattoo, everything changed for me. And that's when I said, I have to create these temporary tattoos for everybody because not everybody wants to go and get a real tattoo. And by the way, let me say, I got a root tattoo and that's a masculine chakra, right? contractive so when i got the tattoo the contraction of the pain and the wounding and the scarring whatever like what happens when you do a bunch of needles on your body actually helped the energy of the chakra can you feel what i'm talk- talking about yeah yeah it actually helped so, so then that I was turned- a real tattoo, right? a not, real not, tattoo not... Mm-hmm. and then i knew i had really strong second and third but i wanted to my heart to open more so i went and got a really big like an oversized because i have a big third chakra i got an oversized heart chakra on a tattoo on my back but what i oh, okay. but i was i'm naive as i walk through all this i'm learning every day as i go and i was pretty naive and i forgot that hey this isn't like my temporary tattoos this is actually gonna hurt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i went and i got a really painful tattoo and guess what what do you think happened to my it, heart
0: chakra uh, contracted i don't know
1: yeah Exactly, yeah. AJ. That's what you would expect it to do. It got, th- it got wounded like all get out, right? Yeah. It got poked and prodded and, and it, it just was bleeding. And, you know, that's what tattoos do. So, of course, my heart chakra went sh- shriveled down for about uh, a year or ideally, ultimately, probably a year and a half before it completely came back to blossom. But see, this is the pulsation of life. We inhale, we exhale. We contract and expand, contract and expand. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. But I just think it's good. When we're sort of aware, I think it helps us to be aware at the times when we're going to contract. So we can go, I'm contracting. It's normal, mm-hmm, it's part mm-hmm. of the next expansion, um, which is why a lot of us need to be more clear about uh, the healing crises that happen. We're all going through a lot of healing right now, and we're embodying mm-hmm. those healings. So our bodies are trying to catch up. So right. most of the time, those of us that are very spiritual and doing a lot of healing, when we're sick, that's a positive sign. It means we're going through a crisis. Our body is upgrading. But if we judge it and we go, Oh no, I'm sick again. I should have positive thoughts. That's why am I sick? You know, we put all these, we judge ourselves about it. We miss allowing it to do its thing. We miss the celebration of, Oh my gosh, I'm upgrading. I'm moving forward. I'm expanding. This is a good thing. Um, so I wish more teachers would talk about healing crises, but they don't so much because they don't want to say something that people don't want to hear, which is this could get way worse before it gets better. It needs to get worse. Wonderful.
0: Before, yeah. So there you go, Action Drive. Another way to look at uh, a sickness, a healing crisis, which really means that your body is upgrading. So uh, uh, Vicky, I wanted to move on to another technique which I've heard about and I've read about uh, in your book, but something that I haven't figured out completely, which is muscle testing. Uh, So what exactly is muscle testing and how has it worked for you?
1: You know what? That's another one. Now you have to realize, AJ, and I'm just going to be honest with you because you know how honest I am. (laughs) I had to be very complete with this book. I don't use muscle testing a lot because I feel everything in my inner energy body. Oh, okay. So okay. I don't really need to do the physical. In fact, I kind of look forward to the day. Like right now I've started to do more tapping. I do more and more tapping mm-hmm. now because when I started this all nine years ago and I got my first root tattoo, I yeah. was so root deficient. I think I hadn't found the root test yet, but when I first took the root test and I think that was even after the tattoo, I was still negative 30. The, um, the span is negative 100 to positive 100 for this particular online test. And it's the only good online test that i know and you guys can go to it if you want the guy doesn't market to you <laughs> he's just a really cool yeah. dude that that uh does it in like five or six languages i think and it's at eclectic energies and you have to spell eclectic only has one c and energies mm-hmm. is plural eclectic energies.com and it's a okay. really great great test as good as as good as a written test can be let me put a that way so anyway i'm not real big on on kinesiology in terms of me using it but i know people that swear by it that's why you have to find whatever assessments work best for you mine's a whole body assessment i just get an entire feeling for the person their past there it even goes into their future i i i look i'm feeling feeling into their body type i'm feeling into their energy centers i'm feeling into what my body feels like around them um i i think i'm even registering like their skin their pupils i mean it's just there's just so much going on for me but kinesiology is just a way of um it's like saying here's the thought behind it you take like your fingers guys and you like make two uh take your fingers make two okay symbols interlocking like a chain Mm. link fence and now you pull on that and if you just pull it without any thoughts it's it's pretty strong like if you really hold it right the idea is that we are energy beings first and we can only an energy stronger than matter in that sense okay and energy Mm -hmm. can weaken matter just like a woman can go if her child is underneath a car they've seen women pick up a car now Mm -hmm. could that woman pick up a car in any other way no we know it's not her physical being that is being heroic in picking up that car it's her beautiful right. motherly heart and her energy that says this must happen now so i can do the impossible right well we We're ha- our energy being mm-hmm. yes our yeah. in but but yet physical strength is very important that's a root chakra quality okay sure. that's different and um The spirit can be very, very strong on its own. Well, this is measuring your integrity, that midline energy and how it's all linked up. So when we say truthful things, we're always observing and hearing and knowing ourselves. So when we say something untruthful, it doesn't really matter if someone else thinks it's true or not. What only matters is we know. We are feeling that we are in integrity or not. You know what I mean? That whole idea that if someone finds out your lie, someone is always found out your lie my friends (laughs) if you're lying the worst person you can lie to is yourself because you weaken your energy field with every lie and every truth conversely strengthens your energy field every you know everything that comes from the center of one of your chakras you know every powerful thought strengthens Mm -hmm. your third every loving thought and every loving action strengthens your heart you know every root Rooted and stable decision strength is your root, okay? So it that's how we move. And when you don't tell the truth, it's like pulling a um, uh, one of those, I'm seeing like they're showing me the pickup sticks, like pulling and all the sticks fall down because yeah. the truth is that it's, it's all got to be in alignment. And the moment you don't tell the truth, your fifth chakra goes out of alignment, if not your third and your other chakras as well, right? And then you're watching it and your heart might go out of alignment because you're sad. You know what I mean? It's like, so truth creates integrity. So what they're saying is when you say a statement and then you pull on your fingers against it, then you'll have really good strength. And the moment an untrue statement and you usually do a test statement like, um, I'm one years old. Well, clearly I'm not one. So it's going to weaken. And I can, the moment I say that without even really any back. I could just feel my fingers slide more. Everything gets... Because I can't hang on to that because my being doesn't hold that as truth. Now, it's because we're using the I am the present moment and because our personality is there. Now, maybe if you're someone completely realized, you could hold strong with anything because there is no truth, right? (laughs) We're back to the idea of (laughs) beliefs are false. If I'm completely... putting everyone's head or, you know, like bees in a bonnet. I love it because really that's where all of our change begins. When we start to sort of have, have everything, uh, align. And at the same time, everything we question, everything we're back to the curious moment. So you can look it up if you're drawn to it. If just hearing the word about the, this kind of healing is, or this kind of assessment is interesting to you, then yeah. look it up. Uh, muscle testing, muscle testing, um, and give it, a shot. I think that uh, just talking to you right now is making me more interested in it again. You know how you go through these different phases. Like lately, I've been very interested in tapping, which is very mm-hmm. bodily oriented as well. Um, and there's a time for every you know every season, and there's a time for every method. And what we do is we just listen to what's needed now.
0: Yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, uh you know, the fact that you said that there are different different techniques, and we need to find out what works for us best. But at the end of the day, it's all about uh, the truth, right? You know. Uh, also getting exposed to what are are the things out there. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this out, muscle testing, because it worked for some and it doesn't work maybe for all. Uh, And, you know, personally, uh, I've not gotten over the fact that if the statement is false, Mm -hmm. can't the person consciously increase his effort so that, you know, the hand stays the same way, even though the practitioner is pushing it down. So I guess I need more practice or maybe... Now, I want you
1: to think, I want you to take a minute, AJ, and I want you to think yeah imagine yourself okay yeah. imagine your whole energy field and i'd like everyone on the on the call right now to just for just a moment i want them to see how simple it is to balance your chakras and cleanse your chakras simply yeah. feel as you're sitting upright the line of energy that goes through your body all the way down into the core of the earth and then back all the way up through the middle of your body to this to the never-ending sky right it's never ending we can go on to galaxy mm-hmm. and galaxy so just just feel that unlimited possibility and terminal end down in the core of the earth right total mass total consciousness all right and all the way so inhale from that core of the earth up into the bottom of your heart right where your two chakras meet and then exhale out the crown of the head to forever or to infinity then open that crown like a like a sunroof and inhale that energy from the sky down into the heart and exhale it down all, all the way to the core of the earth and feel that like an anchor down there Then inhale one more time from that anchor in the core of the earth up into the bottom of the heart and exhale that energy all the way to the crown and out. And then inhale from the highest sky down into your heart and exhale all the way down into the anchored core of mother earth. Now, as you sit here in this, close your eyes for a minute, AJ, if they aren't closed now, and I want you to feel into just that simple, like, lubrication of moving that energy. Like, if you want to move something, you just poke, poke a hole through if you want energy to move through it, right? So we just moved all that energy up and all the way down. So you're pretty vibrant in that center. Now, this means your fifth chakra, your truth is right there. So let's just say right now, imagine that you wanted to fake something. You wanted to lie to somebody, okay? See, I just felt your heart shift. I felt your heart shift. Did you feel your heart shift? Mm-hmm. Just imagine the lie, your heart shifted. So not only did your fifth chakra shift, but then your heart, which felt sad about, do you see, it it shifted too a little bit. And then when I told you I felt that, your heart just opened again because you felt mm-hmm. me feeling you. See, so I felt it blossom again. So you're underestimating the strength of this field. Um, God is everywhere, but we uh, feel and experience our own godness most directly when this line of energy is pulsing through our body Mm, okay okay and when we can add the front and back body and the left and the right to it as well so we have freedom in all three dimensions then we literally bring god presence into this moment now and when we do muscle testing it's it's like okay here you are if you're in pretty much alignment you're pretty strong and that's why you do a base test right because some people are out of their alignment even in the starting in the base testing but the the a lie a conscious lie will take them farther out of that and it doesn't really matter even if they know the answer because their energy field is endless it's endless it's timeless it's so it knows everything so sometimes so a lot of people Mm. will do muscle testing on questions to find the answers to things that they don't know the answers to so it's a pretty cool technique but right now (laughs) i just know like your heart's wide open right now whatever we just did just opened it wider and it's it's a really cool feeling either that or the people that are listening because again it's across time it doesn't matter if people are listening later now whatever you know it's just I feel across time you know and it's the only thing I don't know sometimes is I have individual connections to people and then I have connections to the all and the all is really big for me. Because that's my work right now. So I feel into the collective. So good for you guys. Hopefully if you're listening right now, feel and see if your heart's expanded a little. The truth is for you, my, my darling. Think about it. It's for you. It's for you. The truth is for you. The power is for you. The emotions, every emotion you have is okay and it's for you. And safety and stability and knowing things, you know, just being safe with things is totally wonderful. That's rude chakra and that's for you. It's all for you. It's not for anybody else. And then once you do it, everybody benefits around you.
0: Beautiful. Well, thanks a lot for sharing that, Wiki. It felt like today's session was not just an interview, but it was a very actionable Uh you know coaching come training session and i'm sure all of our listeners benefited from that Uh, now you're also the creator of chakra boosters and we've spoken about the tattoos Mm -hmm. uh, a bit today but uh, could you speak a little bit more because i'm sure that our listeners are curious (laughs) about these uh, about the tattoos
1: (laughs) well as i as i hinted at earlier i just had this chronic root chakra issue and i so i was showing i had uh, money problems I had bowel problems, knee problems, feet problems. Um, I couldn't stay. I couldn't live in one place more than six months, maybe a year if I was lucky. I could sure. stay there for a year. So my home was, everything was changing. There was no stability in my life, and there was no health in the part of my body from my tailbone down, okay? All, there was chronic ailments and problems in all those areas. I had serious knee surgery. Um, so I realized I was the poster person for this root chakra issue, and I was led to a movie that showed me Masaru Emoto's work, and then I thought, oh! <gasps> If we are more than half water, which we are, yeah. and we agree on these energy centers in our bodies across cultures that we have this blueprint, it's our energy blueprint, it's our energy anatomy, right? Then if I want to strengthen my root, I can take the root, the four petaled lotus with the symbol of uh, the Sanskrit symbol, because again, Sanskrit is the second oldest language in the world, Hebrew is the most oldest. Most people say, um, you know, if I'm not right in any of these facts, I apologize, but because <laughs> I don't, I don't try to be right about all this stuff. But I, I understand it that that's the oldest, and Sanskrit's the second oldest. So it resonates in our bodies through our lineages, and that. So the Sanskrit symbol, the color which is red. The downward triangle, the Shakti energy, the downward Apana energy is this triangle that goes down. So it's very much about the rooting gravity energy of Earth, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I was lacking that. And when I got that tattoo on literally I felt the energy change immediately and I had the strength to do things in my life and literally that was the turning point of my life even coming now I'm here in Sedona I'm in my dream home, dream town dream partner dream everything and I'm still human and I still make mistakes and I still once in a while wake up on the wrong side of the bed and that's the fun of it that's the pulsation of it but it is much more blossomed my life is more blossomed than I ever could have imagined and it came from the awareness of the chakras so about a a week after I did that, I went, everybody has to know this. Everybody has to know this. Mm. So I was like, I can make temporary tattoos. And when that hit me, I knew it was over at that moment. I was like, Oh my Lord, I am going to have to do this. This means I'm going to have to literally design these. I'm going to be that weird lady who's selling the woohoo chakra tattoos. And you know, I really thought that people would think it was more out there than they did. And there are many people who do. But within our tribe, you know, what has surprised me? I really, I give a full 30 day money back guarantee because I only want people to be happy and people experience it in different ways. Some feel warm, some feel tingling, some don't feel anything, but they start to just know like they feel, uh, they notice more grounded actions in their lives if they're taking root, you know, or whatever. And, and it was like, yeah, I just, I thought I would need to, I'd be giving people ref- refunds all the time, and I had no problem with that, AJ, because I was like, I've got to get these healing tools out there. I literally can't even give you the fraction. It's a fr- fraction of a fraction of a fraction of 1% that I have returned money-wise in mm-hmm. the last eight years. When I finally got them designed and everything, I started the process, like, it's somewhere between eight, eight eight and a half years now or something when I started them. Mm-hmm. When I actually put them on the market, and it's just... Uh, people just don't ask they're they're enjoying them and they're experiencing them and it's it's just awesome and if they do ask I'm fine with that too you know because that, that's what I'm, I'm here to serve I'm not here to tell people what they're supposed to experience I'm here to say hey this worked for me so it's my absolute imperative that I get it out there for you now what's your experience You know, and and since then I've done an album, I've done a book. The album is Healing Music. I also have it free on YouTube if they want to go see the music videos. There's actual images to go with. So if you want to own it, it's like 11 bucks on my site to to download the album. But you can also just go get it free on YouTube. I'm fine with that. If you can't afford 11 bucks, just go to YouTube and watch the pictures and listen to the music. My job is just to get us awakened fully and aligned within our own bodies on this earth at this time Loving ourselves more, judging others less, less, and bringing more peace onto this planet that way.
0: Awesome. So, Vicky, for someone listening to the show right now, at this very moment, what is it one action step that you'd like to recommend for them?
1: Well, the most important thing you can do, I want you to realize, first of all, that as silly as it sounds, remember we were little kids. And, and our parents would tell us stories, and we knew the magic of the our intentions, like we knew, oh, if I imagine this, it's real. Well, the truth is, that is the tr- truth. We are energy beings, first and foremost, and do you know how energy moves? It moves through visualization and intention. That's it. So, if you close your eyes every day, and you start your day literally with just three minutes of that meditation that we just did where you actively extend your root down into the core of the earth. You inhale from the core of the earth up to the bottom of your heart. You exhale from the bottom of your heart all the way up to infinity. You inhale from infinity back down into the bottom of your heart and you exhale. You are going to do that for just 30 days. That's, that's the simplest action you can take and you will see a difference and realize that you're not just sitting there inertly thinking about it, you are literally Mm. steering the energy. There is no other way. I don't know how people think they would steer energy. It's not like a rock. You don't walk up to energy and go, let me push you hard, right? You don't have Mm -hmm. to physically do anything with energy. You can, but you don't have to. Energy is subtle, subtle energy. So all you need to do is Hold it in your fullest consciousness with that childlike self. Like think back to yourself at four years old or six years old when you had that sixth chakra imagination going on and just work with it. Do it consistently and see what happens. See the magic that starts to show up.
0: So Action try to access the show notes for today's episode. Uh, you got to go to our website, my7chakras.com forward slash 230, that's my7chakras.com forward slash 230. And Action Tribe, what is that one thing you learned so far in today's episode? Tweet it out or post it on Facebook using the hashtags 7chakras and hashtag action taker. That's hashtag 7chakras and hashtag action taker. Action Tribe, I hope you are enjoying today's session so far. We are not done. Uh, We still have some more time left on today's session. But before that, let me talk to you about something I've realized recently and based on something similar that we've uh, spoken about today. You see, just like you, I have a grand vision for myself. I want to not only transform my inner self, that is to become more resilient and determined, but also I want to attract people and things into my life that will take me to a new level. Now, in all of this, it's easy to focus only on the effort. Right? that is increasing the intensity and duration of the work that i put in but as we're learning today it's all about energy and you can't push or pull energy yeah? and through self-introspection as well we realized that hard work and effort is not enough. What I'd forgotten about was the emotional attachment I had towards the outcome. How would I feel if I had already achieved that particular goal? Would my heart beat faster? Would I feel more grateful? Would I feel more happy, relieved? Whatever that might be. You see, feeling those emotions help raise your vibrations. And once your vibration matches that of the goal, manifestation becomes effortless. I feel that I wasn't doing enough of that. And that's why I've decided to consciously focus on manifesting my goals, by tapping into my emotions, and also by doing uh, the chakra meditation each morning so that I manifest on a soul level, which will translate into a physical level. Action Tribe, your emotions can be your GPS that will guide you to your destination. Because as the poet Rumi once said, the soul is here for its own joy. The soul is here for its own joy. So Vicky, as on today, what is your life calling
1: my life calling is definitely i you know for those other multis out there i have many the truth is i have many i've been a stand-up comedian i've written screenplays i was one of the first people to create food those sushi rolls that you put in stores i've had many lifetimes and i'm really feeling it Home with the chakra stuff, but the chakra stuff is a reflection of Tantra. My life calling is to awaken to this new time on earth, to help people awaken to this time, actually be fully embodied and fully realized, embodied while realized, not have to go out of our body. And we can actually bring a whole new earth together, a new heaven. On this earth and we're not trying to be the heart chakra we land in the essence of who we are which is is the heart chakra it's the balance point in our field by being in all of who we are so that's my calling is to educate people about that and I hate that word educate but to share the joy I have around that so that others can hopefully experience that too great and
0: with that we've arrived at the last round for today which is the wisdom round which is just like an action uh, fire rapid round for the action tribe so that they can take note and take action. So, uh, Wiki, what is the best advice that someone has ever given you? The
1: best advice, I think, is um, it le- I, best changes, again, for me. But right now, I'm grooving on um, Byron Katie's ideas. I'm grooving on that, that nothing is true, and, but I'm also loving and everything is true.
0: Mm-hmm. And name a personal habit that keeps you going these days
1: yoga 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 yoga
0: and what is your morning routine uh, like these days do you even have a morning routine that you do
1: in the mm-hmm. yes meditate um, my partner and i do it together we get up we well first thing we do is we um snuggle for a minimum of five minutes five to ten minutes we just snuggle uh proven to be not just not only does it just feel so yummy but proven to be truly amazing for your health for both parties involved so we snuggle for five or ten minutes and we get out and we do um we only need about a half an hour meditation we're facing we face thunder mountain in sedona arizona where we live so it's absolutely gorgeous but we do it with our eyes closed (laughs) and uh and then we do either we do one modality either lately it's been either tapping or hard iq that we do it can be done in a few minutes and we each do it we take turns and then we go out and we move about our day. Got
0: it. And we finally come to the book recommendation. What is that one book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today?
1: Oh, well, I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel so happy, like I said, like because literally on an ownership level, it isn't my book. Um, it belongs to the publisher because it's a series. But I'm just really pleased with The Key to the Chakras. And- and um, I highly recommend that people really dive in. And you can do it piece by piece and just turn any page like AJ said. Or give it a full out reading And, and because there's a whole different philosophy in here. I think you'll have all kinds of ahas about the chakras with it. So, The Key to the Chakras <laughs> by Vicki Howie. <Howley>. Awesome.
0: <laughs> so there you go action tribe i know how much you love our book recommendations and i know that many of you get these books as soon as you hear them shared on the show and that's where audible.com is offering action tribe one free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so that you can get to check out their service now in case you don't know, Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your devices, including bestsellers like The Chakra System by Anaria Judith, Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, and A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. To download your free audiobook today, go to my7chakras.com forward slash free book. Once again, that's my7chakras.com forward slash free to claim your free audiobook and start listening right away. So, Wiki, thank you so much for joining us and coming once more to My 7 Chakras. It was great to dive deeper into some of the topics that we talked about uh, last time around. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're grateful for and tell us how we can find you.
1: Mm. Oh, how can you just say one thing that you're grateful for? (laughs) If I have to pick one thing, I'm just grateful to be alive. I mean, that's the number one form of gratitude. I just wake up and I'm like, oh, this life is so much fun. And, and I'm, it just feels so good. And I cannot not say also my partner at the moment, we've just been growing so much together over the last three years. And I'm just in a huge space of gratitude for his co-participation in, in, you know, in us being able to grow together. It's really been awesome. So. Yeah, and, and I'm grateful for you letting me come back. And, and on a tiny little thing, I'm grateful for your flexibility because you let me play, and I do have that feminine... In upper chakra mind that goes off on tangents mm. and we eventually usually get back to what we need and anything we didn't get back to you guys today i apologize <laughs> go go to my blog <laughs> or my youtube channel and write me the questions you have there if i didn't get any full answers to what you need to know
0: and uh i believe you have a gift for our listeners as well right
1: oh yeah we have a you know and i didn't write it down you wrote it down didn't you Um yeah. okay can you tell the it's a page on my website you guys that um i invite you to go to um that i give some meditation gifts and uh one other thing i'm trying to think what's on there and i also uh give you a, a coupon a 20 percent off rate of if you want to try the chakra boosters my chakra boosters healing tattoos
0: Yes, so there you go, Action Tribe. Uh, the website, a link you need is chakraboosters.com forward slash my7chakras. The seven is a word, mm-hmm. chakraboosters.com forward slash my7chakras. And when you sign up, you get three gifts, two meditations, uh, and one heart healing song, as well as oh, yeah. a discount code. So in case you want to get the tattoos and you want to try them out for yourself, you get a 20% off on the tattoos or anything else you want that's what uh wiki is giving us so uh thanks a lot for that gift uh wiki i'm sure that our listeners will love uh these gifts and uh, thank you for coming on our show talking to us about the power of the chakras and taking us one step closer to a human revolution
1: mm, thank you aj you're so much fun <laughs> <laughs> and thank you everyone on the call i love you all mm-hmm. <laughs>